0: thanks for joining us for this challenge series called heroes and villains in this series we're looking at lesser known people in the bible who made an impact on the world in either a positive or a negative way the foundation verse for this series micah 6.8, which says he has shown you O man what is good and what does the lord require of you to act justly to love mercy and to walk humbly with your god
1: So we're going to look at 12 different characters in this series. Mm -hmm. The first four who act justly or very evil. The second four, they love mercy or they take revenge. And the final four will choose to either walk humbly with God or they'll be consumed with pride. Our goal in this series is to learn through their examples, both good and bad, how to be a better disciple of Jesus. So if you're ready, let's dive in.
0: Hey, welcome back everyone. We are in the final stretch of our series, Heroes and Villains. Now, we've had a lot of fun over this series learning about some of the lesser known people in the Bible. This week, we're going to look at a heavy hitter who rose up in pride against none other than Jesus himself. The topic of our discussion today is a guy by the name of Caiaphas. Now, we can find his story throughout the pages of the four Gospels. Caiaphas was the appointed Jewish high priest during the time of Jesus' ministry. He was an avid opposer of Jesus, and today we want to take a look at some of the reasons why. Now, as the high priest Caiaphas, he was the most powerful and influential person in Jewish society. He not only led the people in worship, but he controlled the temple treasury. He was the manager of the temple police and the priests, And he was also the head of the Sanhedrin, which governed over the religious, legislative, and educational systems of the Jewish community. Now, as Jesus's ministry began to rise, Caiaphas and the other Jewish leaders, they were quick to investigate. Who is this man? Where did he come from? Why don't we know him? Where does he get his authority? What is his mission? As the leaders of the Jewish community, these were valid questions and reason for alarm. But let's take a look at some of the answers Jesus gave them. Who are you? I'm the Son of Man. I'm the Son of God. Where did you come from? My Father sent me. Why don't we know who you are? You're blind and you can't see. Where do you get your authority? It is the Father who gives me authority. What is your mission? To preach the good news of the kingdom. His answers infuriated Caiaphas. And if God were to send him a Messiah, certainly Caiaphas would know about it. Certainly Caiaphas would be in the middle of it. He was the high priest after all. But instead, Caiaphas was on the outside. And to make things worse, every attempt the Jewish leaders made to shut Jesus down seemed only to propel his ministry further. And then there were the confrontations. Jesus ransacked the tables of the money changers in the temple which Caiaphas was in charge of. Jesus openly spoke out against Caiaphas and the other leaders. He called them false teachers, snakes, hypocrites, and even blind leaders. He put them to shame and he silenced them in public settings. And Jesus also embarrassed Caiaphas, who was one of the Sadducees, by disproving his belief that there is no resurrection from the dead. With each passing experience, Caiaphas grew in his hatred for Jesus. How could this man be the son of God? He isn't one of us. He doesn't recognize my authority. He isn't conquering our enemies. He's not a king. He wanted so bad to kill Jesus, but he was afraid of what the people would do. Now, Caiaphas may not have been on the inside with Jesus, but he did have favor with another group of people, the Roman leadership. Historians all agree that Caiaphas's record as the longest reigning high priest under Roman rule highly suggests that he was compliant and agreeable with Roman leaders. So finally, Caiaphas got his break. When Judas offered to sell Jesus out, Caiaphas jumped on it and he called his Roman friends to assist him. After Jesus had been arrested, Caiaphas confronted him face to face about his teachings jesus has replied he said i said nothing in secret why question me ask those who heard me surely they know what i said with this one of the other jewish leaders slapped jesus across the face and he said is this the way you speak to the high priest in that moment caiaphas felt justified he only had one more question are you the son of god yes jesus answered and with this, Caiaphas ripped his robe and he sent Jesus to Pilate to be crucified at a final effort to prove his authority. So I think there's a lot to talk about about Caiaphas.
1: Yeah. Um, I think something very interesting is this story, the similarities um, really link to a story we talked about a couple of weeks ago about insecurity
0: mm-hmm.
1: because... Um, I think it's very obvious that insecurity is just threaded throughout, not just Caiaphas, but all of the religious leaders. By yeah, the way, they sure. respond because oh, insecurity sure. and pride go hand in hand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, even the guy that slapped Jesus, the insecurity that he had, maybe for Caiaphas's leadership or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that's very, very significant. That no matter what the story, how the story goes, when there's pride there's insecurity or when there's insecurity, there's pride. So that, that stood out to me. The other thing is um, how often do we have an idea of how something should look and it doesn't. So it throws us off. Gee, what did Jesus say when, in the, when he answered them, because you're blind, that was by choice, right? They could go back. I mean, they had access to the entire old Testament and everything prophecy Who Jesus was, everything about him was written. And yet, because they had an idea, something was supposed to look a certain way, and it didn't. They were not open to the possibility of who Jesus was. Right. I mean, obviously, Jesus was still going to die for our sins. That was going to happen no matter what. But can you imagine the way the narrative would have changed if they would have opened their eyes on the front side? Can Mm -hmm. you imagine the way the movement would have looked? But yet they're face to face. They've given their life to follow and worship God. And God puts on skin and is standing in front of them. And they slap him in the face. It's Mm kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, when you think about it. Um, And then the other thing I think that stood out to me was just the idea that God still uses people that are different than us. Um, I thought about a story of an old friend of ours. That we met long after he became a believer, but he was a white supremacist in prison Mm -hmm. and an African-American pastor led him to Christ. Mm -hmm. And the way that story went and how he turned his life around and became—they became very good friends. And the way God changed his life, the way it transformed him, Mm -hmm. and how funny that story became that just God got his attention and taught him love through the very thing, the very type of people that he hated. And just the love of that pastor, the way he just continued— to pursue. And I just, mm-hmm. I think about how we get these ideas that things have to look a certain way. And then when they don't, we realize that God is still using people that are different. God is God uses us and we don't fit the narrative for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have an idea that it needs to be somebody that's older, that's educating or somebody that's younger and more with what's happening in times. Mm-hmm. Um, that church has to look a certain way, right? We get... Right. And let's be honest. If you've grown up in any type of church culture, you have an idea of the way things need to look. Several,
0: oh yeah, it many many take years long. ago. Didn't no, take long.
1: No, because many years ago, everybody they sang out of hymn books. And the minute they stopped using hymn books, people were like, "You're turning away from God." <laughs> it's like that's that's not what's happening. But yeah. we do. We get stuck with an idea. But I think it's important that we see that God did it with Jesus he still does it with people he shakes things up
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: a god that loves culture loves color loves change he's he's just not bland he's not boring he's very colorful and i i love the idea that 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 yeah. allows our creative, artistic side to go, wait a minute, this is a God-given thing. And mm-hmm. so what I'm passionate about and my strengths and my gifts, that is a God-given thing. And I can use that even if that doesn't fit necessarily your narrative and your style.
0: Right. But we have right. to be
1: open yeah.
0: to each other. For sure. Right. And how many times has that happened in our lives where, you All know, the time. I mean, like God just shakes things up for us. And right. we thought, oh, that's the way we're going to go, you know, right. and, it, and it wasn't the way we went at all. Right.
1: Well, even people who feel like they think outside of the box and they're, I'm so not boxed in. They struggle with thinking that they could receive from somebody who's super straight laced. Like Mm -hmm. we've got to learn to just be open to God, moving the way God wants to move. And it. It'll keep things spicy. It'll keep things mm-hmm. creative. Um, yeah. ha- being open to having friends that are much older and much younger. Uh, people that have different interests in you, knowing that God uses people where they're at. So I think that yeah. brings us to our challenge, which I think is an incredible challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, what God-given relationships could you be walking away from because of pride? Mm-hmm. Or fear, which same, very much similar. Sure. Like what sure. what God-given relationships are in front of you. And because it doesn't look the way you think it should, are you walking right. away from that? And I mean, I think that's something to really stop and evaluate and be yeah. okay with right. talking that process out. Sure. You know, sure. I mean, yeah. I have some of my best friends in the world when I first met them. I don't know that I would have been like, that's going to be my friend. Right. You know, that's yeah. that's going to be my friend. And then I get to, because I immediately like, oh, well, she's like this. So she she talks like this, or she looks like this. So she must be like this. And the reality is, I could have missed out on the very best gift that God gave me mm-hmm. in these friends. And these are people right. that step on my toes, that challenge the mess out of me, that right. make me laugh, that I do life with, and... It may not have originally been somebody that I would have picked. And if I'm honest, it's because of insecurity. Um, or fear yeah. of, well, what if what if I don't fit? Right. You know, or whatever. Right. So right. I think this is going to be a great challenge um, for yeah. you, for us right. to really sit around your table. And you know what I think would be good I want to add to this? Okay. If there's someone that you in your life that you can think that you almost didn't give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Be brave and tell them why. Because I think it opens up really oh, good yeah, conversation. That's, yeah,
0: that's, that's good. That's good. Um,
1: I, I have a friend that I told her that when I first met you, I thought this about you. And she was, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, I, I did. I totally thought yeah, that about you. Right, um. Right. And it blew her mind that anybody would think that because she was completely opposite of my perception and my perception was just a hundred percent in insecurity. So mm-hmm. um, I think this is going to be a great challenge. It's a great topic. And it's you have someone who spent their life studying the word and got so caught up in the idea of what context look like that they mm-hmm. missed the creative, inspiring, beautiful Person of God standing right in front of them, yeah. And I think, wow, life's too short to be so close-minded. That when God puts people in your life, embrace it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I think too, um, you know, Jesus challenged them a lot, and sometimes will reject people. No, we don't ever want anybody
1: challenging us, right? You Just know, tell me, right. you know, feed me and tell me I'm pretty. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I I know. But I mean, but, you know, I mean, and sometimes it's those people. Right. That challenge us that we aren't comfortable with that God wants in our life more than anyone. Right. You know, so I think that that's part of it, too.
1: Well, I think that's where you have to ask yourself, do I want to grow or do I want to stay stuck? Yeah. And growth comes through challenge. So the people that God puts in your life that challenge you, they will help you grow. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if your friends are just people that just, whatever, they're good with whatever, but they're not pushing you to be a better version of yourself. That's not friends that are going to help you grow. That's not, those those aren't relationships that are long-term really.
0: Absolutely. And
1: I think the reality is whether you're in high school, you are newly married, you're an empty nester. We crave relationships that have depth and depth is not just to laugh till you cry Um, but people that will get in conversation with you and have the hard talks Mm -hmm. and that will meet you where you're at when you are like, I don't, I'm trying to figure myself out, but I need to process this out. And in your pursuit of those relationships, be open to it being people that you might not would have picked.
0: Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great challenge. I
1: I think so. I'm excited about it. Yeah
0: for sure well hey guys thanks again for joining us and we've got one more week in this series yeah and i promise you want to be back here for this next person this next topic it's going to blow your mind it did mine the first time that i really understood anything about it um so come back join us again for our final episode of heroes and villains yeah and we'll see you again next week